Hello and welcome back to the Big Gay Comfy Couch podcast. Welcome everyone. Thanks for listening in and happy pride. Yeah. Today we're going to be talking about casinos and gambling, which I think is a super interesting part of the world that we live in. Yeah, we've wanted to do more topics about like interesting kind of points of culture. And I think casinos are one of them. Like, first of all, for our research for this episode, we went to a casino and had you ever really been before? Uh, yeah, I've been to one in Vegas. What was it like? Um, it was honestly, the ambiance to me is like nice. I think (laughs) it, it is, it's like marketed to be, there's a lot going on and I can see like the appeal towards people. Um, especially like older retired demographics because it is like there's a lot of activity going on and you know you can socialize somewhat and yeah yeah it was good so I think I mean the first experience that I had at a casino too was like my mom gave me and my brother two $20 US bills to play blackjack and basically we sat down and within you know, five minutes, we had lost our $20. And then my mom said, like, to the dealer, I don't know exactly. I mean, I have an idea as to why, but it was just like, kind of interesting looking back on that. She was like, what would you what advice would you give? Like these two, like, young gentlemen, um, like when it comes to like putting blackjack or casinos or anything. And the dealer just said, never sit down. He just said, never sit down like at this table would be my like biggest recommendation. So he's like sitting there in like a Vegas casino, basically like talking against it. And like, I mean, you can imagine probably why. And we'll get into more kind of details. What a landmark moment. What do you think your mom's motivation was for asking? Do you think she knew what he would kind of say? Or I don't do you think, think so. I literally was, think she was like more asking of like, what like tips would you give them on like, like, like playing better yeah, i don't know <laughs> she's like how can you win more money and then he's like don't play yeah i'll have to ask her because i think i don't really know if that was i mean she i'm sure she would have like imagined that he would say something maybe along those lines but she figured any any advice was probably like an interesting perspective from like a vegas um dealer to give so yeah it definitely turned it into like a life lesson i mean for me i'm not really like much of a gambler anyways because you just kind of like look at the statistics and numbers and it's like never in your favor like there's a reason why there's these giant casinos that have so much capital in terms of like technology and they know so much about you like it's the same way like grocery stores know so much about you when you're when you're like shopping like they know what you're gonna buy before you buy it the same way casinos know how to get your money like without you even knowing right like there's a reason why like the milk the eggs and the bread are like like farthest from like in the corner where you have to go through every single thing else to like get it and similar in the casino where like the dealers know how many times you have to like play or like online they give you like two hundred dollars extra to spend because they know the roi on that is more is like much much higher that you're gonna like deposit no money so Mm -hmm. yeah it's interesting yeah, I'd never really been to a proper casino before until we went like a few weeks ago. The only time I went was just to one that was like only slots. 
And honestly, I just never like going to those spaces anyways because I feel so I don't know what it is, but I get like feel so out of place. Like <laughs> I don't belong here. I don't know why. That's probably not a bad thing. Yeah, but I know, yeah, don't overly identify with it either, because then you might be spending all your money. But then when we went, I just found it so strange in a way. Like you walk in and then there's like all these like flashing lights and games and like kind of like bus hustle and bustle. And it's it's one of those places you could go that I feel like is always busy. Like you could go on a Monday night and like have a night. And I think that's one of the things that's like attractive about it is it's like it kind of is like a bit of like a like culture generator in a way yeah. where like people go there because they know it's like something to do and it's going to like entertain them. Yeah. But then it's also so toxic because it's just to get your money basically. So it's like this weird like adult arcade slash like place. But honestly, I really weirdly like liked being there. So I think it worked on me because I was like, it's so cool how there's this like big grandiose building and there's like restaurants and a show going on and like it just reminded I felt like we were almost like in another era like maybe in like our parents era because I feel like going to the casino was like mm -hmm. more of their experience if they ever did and like yeah definitely the demographic was older for sure yeah I think you definitely like Vegas then because a lot of it is what I found interesting was just like walking the strip and like you can go into like different casinos and they're like different themes mm -hmm. and stuff and it's just like a very interesting space and then like even in the hotel lobby like basically like there's slot machines like or like tables like everywhere like they try to like almost emerge like or sorry immerse the like hotel into the casino that you almost can't like it's not separated it's like so it almost draws you in like very uh quickly you know so yeah but then i also found i was like this doesn't really feel catered towards our generation because it's not like they're like TikTok no. slot machines uh -huh. or like, I don't know, like current shows. Like, let's say like a Stranger Things like slot machine or like it was very much like, like go hunting for these moose and like get all four moose to match up or like, like this one's like ancient themed or something and it's got like all these like ancient relics and like, yeah, it was just like kind of fell a little bit dated i mean honestly as did the people like in there like it was just like an older demographic and i noticed like the vibe was just different especially i feel like there's a different demographic to the people who were like sitting at the t game tables like playing like blackjack or baccarat or or poker and then there's a different demographic of people in the slot machines mm -hmm. and my thing is like i don't know how to really play the games to a level where i feel comfortable playing other than just knowing that i'm paying to play like i'm just gonna lose yeah. this money like immediately um but then slots are so random that there's like no agency in them so I, so i just took out a 20 because i was like well we're here i'm gonna try it but i'm just gonna play with this 20 dollars um and then like it didn't take me like more than like probably three or four pulls of different slot machines or button presses or whatever that i was like fuck this like <laughs> I want to buy a drink with like the rest of my money or like get a snack or something. I'm not really interested in like playing these slots because it's like so you just press a button and see if you won or lost. Like it's not very engaging for me. But then I was observing like other people around and like they'd be like waiting patiently before they like took their next button press. 
and like they would be like i don't know it felt like very like ritualistic or something like they had their like rituals of like how they imagined that they would like win at a higher ratio and i was just like this is mind-blowing like the psychology of it Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's definitely for that generation because they didn't really grow up with like games so i can imagine if you didn't grow up with anything like digital related and there was like machines like this it was just like so interesting so i imagine for them if they went when they were younger there's an element of like nostalgia nostalgia yeah but for our generation it's just like i feel like they're like like it's too simple and random like there's no i don't know if it's stimulating enough for our generation to like be enticed to to do that maybe more on the card side i definitely think like i mean we play euchre and stuff and we like it Mm -hmm. but I don't know if, I mean, there's also just so much more data like on casinos too. Cause like all you would hear about is like people that won through word of mouth before, like we had technology, but now it's like, you know, like, I don't know, the statistics and stuff and that like casinos are, can be like quite profitable. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see kind of where it goes in the next 20, 30 years. Um, Cause I think, I mean, they do have the money to like change over. Or like expand, which I'm sure they will. And a big part of that sports betting because people love sports and that I'm sure is what they're gonna expand like more into, even though they've expanded quite quite a bit in the US and Canada. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'd be much more inclined to spend money on something where it felt like there was actually like a strategy. Like even if I just spent money on like a video game tournament or something where it's yeah. like I'm going to pay an entrance fee and then like there's a cash prize, which yeah. I don't know if that's really considered gambling at that point. Cause you're just kind of paying for like a, someone to organize it. And then like, there's like, a, I guess like a pot or whatever, but yeah, you're not like continuously paying more and more. Like the more you play, it's like different. Yeah. Um, But I just enjoyed it for the fact of being like, I feel like I felt nostalgic being there just from like all the movies we'd seen. Like, you know, like like watching like James Bond or watching like uh like National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation or all these things. I felt like nostalgic being there even though I'd never been. Um and I was like, it's yeah, I was like, honestly, it's pretty cool that there's like this space where people can go and there's like shows and there's like um yeah, like a buffet with like all this like lavish food and stuff. And I can see why it's attractive to people. Um obviously there's like a very dark side to it. So I was looking up like what did gambling addiction, like what are the landmarks of it? And like some of the things that it talked about was like how people will tend to like liquidate investments, like withdraw large amounts of cash from their bank, like liquidate their retirement savings. Um, And they just basically can't stop spending yeah it's um it is a a weird cycle of like like for casinos they're like partially like regulated by the government and um just the idea that like your best customers are like those people and i just like don't know how you could like do that work and like i don't know find it fulfilling or like all right to know that like people are spending money that they need to like live on and you want them to spend more money like that's your like job versus like spending like a modest amount like you're always trying to like 
in capitalism, you're always trying to like grow businesses and like expand, but like your expansion is at the demise of like the everyday person who's, you know, older, lonely, or, um, looking for stimulation or whatever. And that's, yeah, you're just like, I don't know, like catering to your business to like vulnerable people and, and kind of like misusing it in a way, I think like misusing that power, but yeah, I don't know. It's like the same, yeah, it's the same as like cigarette companies, like putting like health risks on like their packaging. And like, that doesn't like take away like the problem necessarily. Right. Like there's still, it's still like an addictive, like cigarettes are addictive mm-hmm. and you're selling them and you want more people to smoke, but you put that on the packaging to like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, yeah. I think what you said too is like they profit the most off of those like singular customers that just continuously make big spends. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so they're not profiting off of like people going and just spending 20 bucks yeah, as much as they are someone who goes in and just like drains their bank account and yeah. like spends. And it's weird too, like you said, because they are government regulated. Um, and actually, like in Canada, our governments hugely profit from them. Like it's a big income source for them, mm-hmm. um, especially like, you know, like OLG and things like that. Um, so then there's like a conflict of interest almost for like making rules that would protect people from gambling addictions because mm-hmm. on the other hand, they're making so much money from it. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. Yeah, to think about. So you were talking a bit about sports betting mm-hmm. and things like that um so tell me about that because i actually don't know yeah so uh, uh i think it was about <laughs> i think it was about a year a year and a half ago they approved um sports betting within canada so a lot of these um gambling companies online sports betting came you know expanded into canada from the states um and it's i think it's problematic because it's so accessible and easy and for someone who's like has a gambling addiction like if you remove like the like going to the casino as like your thing like then you can't gamble like if you don't go to the casino you can't gamble but like if you're on your phone and you use your phone for everything like texting friends email da 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 but you can also have like an app on your phone that does sports betting then like that gambling so like accessible 24 7 so it doesn't like shut down which is like you know great in theory for the business in terms of just like revolving like like revenue and profits but obviously isn't good for like the end consumer and they also usually like yeah give you a lot of bonuses for just like signing up because it's the same way like for credit cards like there's a certain like ROI on like someone if they just sign up for a credit card how much they're probably going to spend on that card even if they're just signing up for like a free pizza or something so Mm -hmm. there's a whole psychology around that and so for sports betting like basically it's shifted the entire culture they're like in between periods or quarters like the commentators are like talking about spreads and like it's just like very in tranche now like in even just like the sport itself which i think is concerning for like younger viewers who are like i don't know that like 
are in their teens that it's just become normalized because like sports betting for us growing up like wasn't really normalized so it didn't seem like it wasn't as like accessible or something that we were like oh yeah like we'll do that but like it starts with like a two dollar bet or whatever and like you know sometimes can stay like that way and it's fine or like just use like the bonuses but also it's gonna like you they know that they're gonna like they're gonna pick up some people that are gonna like spend a lot on betting and like even there's been stories of people that have been like hey can you please like deactivate my account like i won't and stop sending me emails and stuff like this. Like I'm trying to like remove myself from like this um, space. Cause it's not like healthy for me. And they just like, don't do it. Like they're not very like um, mm-hmm. focused on like making sure they're taking the right steps in terms of like respecting people's boundaries, et cetera. Cause it's like, yeah, that's messed up. Mm-hmm. And for casinos, I don't know if people know this, but they have like, exclusion lists so like if you have like a come to jesus moment or whatever and you're like i need to stop doing this <laughs> you can be like place yourself on the list yeah and then they won't admit you anymore because i guess every time you go into a casino they look at your id and then they also have like cameras on your face and stuff right, too right. and they have like a database yeah and so like if you place yourself on one of those lists for like say five years i think you can choose the time frame or whatever um five years you can save up some money yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> then they won't let you in. But I feel like with online gambling, like if you really wanted to, there would be so many ways around it anyways. There's so many apps and there's so many yeah. different, like services and like... And it's less personal for them too. Like, and I'm sure like there's less pressure for them to like really enforce things like that. Cause they're like, well, they're coming on our app and like mm-hmm. spending money. Like it's not right in our face. So we're not going to like address it. Yeah. Um, what do you think of like loot boxes? In gaming because i know that's been starting to be regulated more and stuff um just the idea that like you purchase this like random box in video games yeah and you like typically you have some idea of like what you want from it in mind but yeah. it's totally random whether you actually get that or not and like obviously you want the more like rare things in there because they're cooler but you're paying the amount of money and it's basically kind of like a similar like slot machine mindset but i for children yeah but i don't necessarily agree because it's not it depends on how it's done like i think there's definitely like a market for a marketplace where you can get random like skins or like weapon blueprints and just like prop like you're basically paying money to get like uh a product within the game that you can use like it's tangible mm-hmm. um but i do think there should be like a scarce section where it's like the same way shoe companies release like a hundred of like these specific air jordans where like the market value like is maintained through like the scar scarcity and that there's only like like that it still is contained and you can like buy and resell like certain products depending on what you get Mm -hmm. because with gambling like you're basically i think like you're betting basically like to get more cash but with like games like that like you're you're you know you're saying goodbye to the cash yeah like you're gonna get something but you just don't know what it is yeah like i don't know like you know when you went to the corner store and there was like the the two dollar like like candy bags and you didn't know what you're gonna get i loved those yeah oh my god we should go get some of those but i don't think it was um (laughs) something that like anyone like was like 
I can't get enough can- like of those random candy bags. At least I wasn't like I liked it, but I wasn't like I need to go every day and like get like a surprise. But maybe people do in that instance. But you still like get something as a product from the exchange versus yeah. like you either make more money or you lose it and just like yeah, I don't know. Like it's not necessarily. I don't view it exactly the same, but I do think it needs to be like properly introduced but i do know for a lot of like the gaming companies like they have been facing backlash to being like oh you're indoctrinating like kids into like gambling but i'm like well what's happening with hockey and sports betting and like basketball and like like kids watch those sports and like it's all over advertised constantly on these platforms but that's actually like gambling like this is more like a random product that you can get in a game so it's like i will agree with that because at least in like some of the games i play and they'll guarantee like what you'll get inside of it like it'll say you'll get one of this one of this but you just don't know which it will be so then it's more of like a surprise box than it is like Mm -hmm. hoping you'll just win anything yeah by spending your money so i agree with that um what do you think about kind of celebrity endorsements about gambling and and even celebrities endorse sports betting too i don't know yeah, just one more note on, like, the prior, like, it's almost like collectibles. Like, I almost, like, view it as, like, tra- like trading cards or, like, Yu-Gi-Oh, like, Pokemon. Like, you're basically, like, everyone's seeking, like, more rare items, but they also just have, like, a collection of their own cards, which is, like, still something that, like, happens and, like, I think is a unique market that's just kind of, like, fun um about life but yeah obviously it has to be like super constrained but yeah there's celebrities so one of the biggest ones is wayne gretzky who endorsed um uh, a large online gaming company that's headed out of vegas and for all the people that don't know who that is he's um, a hockey player but i think a lot of people will yeah he's one of the greatest hockey players of all time and is like pretty pretty well known and like famous so it's like he's the lebron james or like, <laughs> i think like, everyone hockey. knows or that like Michael is, but Jordan. also don't feel bad if you don't. Yeah. No, I think like, I don't know. Yeah, don't feel bad if you don't, but I think... Uh, uh, like, get your shit together. <laughs> but no, I just for <laughs> reference, he's just like someone who was very successful, made a lot of money in hockey, continues like owns wineries, like is not someone that needs like more income and it can certainly find other avenues to do it. And like he chose to endorse um, online gambling in such like a major way in like you know like blockbuster commercials that are like aired all the time and it's like for me i lost like a lot of respect for him as like as a person because it's just like so unnecessary to like use your influence in that way of like people looking up to you and then you're enticing them to go you know if you're like the average person to spend money like your disposable income on like these gambling services when like you're getting your bag up front from the commercial and you're not going to gamble yeah so then in your like but you're trading it you're off not paying get, him like, in, like slot machine credits in the, the casino he's getting like a flat fee that's directly generated from the people who yeah lose their money there. yeah and like i mean connor mcdavid did as well and he's like one of the he's like the wayne gretzky of like current times um and is still in the league so you can, I think you can see how like a partnership with that could influence young consumers to be like, 
you know, oh, well, like Connor David endorsed it. So like it must be okay or it must be good. Like it's the same way with like L'Oreal commercials or like anything else like where you get these celebrities to just like endorse, like it does work. Like it's still marketing that does work, but it's like, I'm surprised when you're making the amount of money that you are, it's like, why do you need to do this? Like, when is it like, no, like my actual legacy is way more important than like this is yeah. like, but I don't know if they think about it in the same lens of being like, well, I enjoy gambling and like, yeah, I like going to the casino and it's part of the culture. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with like supporting it where they don't see like the bigger picture I think <laughs> of like how it destroys people's lives. Well, I was also just like thinking like, who has money for this was like another thought i had yeah like who has money to just be blowing on literally nothing when you're paying like three thousand dollars a month in rent and like like i watched well it depends like there's a lot of money in the world right like i agree but it's just like seems wasteful yeah i mean it depends on like what you view as like wasteful because like i mean cruising around a massive yacht in like the mediterranean guzzling gas and like True. wasting energy is also a waste but it's also like you get someone's getting something out of that clearly because they want to do it yeah. so it depends on like what your um frame of reference is but at the same time yeah like to your point i don't know how many people that are like worth a lot a lot of money are like going to casinos because the allure once you're you've made your money and you're like comfortable is you don't really need anything you don't need more no. Right, like well, then you would just go there literally for the experience of playing and being there, which is, in my opinion, that's what you should be going for anyway, and just set a limit of like what you want to spend and be like, I'm just gonna go because I want to like go hang out there and like go to the buffet and like, but I'd rather play a couple games or something because then at least you know what you're buying if you go in with that mindset. You're like, it's the same as like if you bought a ticket to the movie theaters. You know, you're gonna like spend your money and go watch a movie and yeah. enjoy yourself. Yeah, I think for me, I would rather just like give that, like use that money in a more helpful fashion versus like agreed. Yeah, I don't need to like go and like play slots with twenty dollars. I'd rather give it to like someone who's like literally doesn't know where their next meal is going to be coming from. Like they're, you know what I mean, and that's more enjoyable than like sitting there and just like slots. Da, 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 da. Which is but, true, but people do all sorts of things in this world for entertainment, right? For sure. For sure. And so if that's like your thing, just make sure it's not to your detriment. Yeah. I think people are programmed to think that it's their thing, but it's like a lot of it's just them being like with marketing. Just it's true like, because, you know, marketing like that with endorsements does kind of like push ideas into the zeitgeist where like you think it's an original idea to be like, hey, let's go to the casino this weekend with your friends or like that's the standard for people's like bachelor bachelorette parties is like to go gamble um that's like a very classic thing to do i feel like is go to vegas or something along those lines yeah i guess that would be um for sure i think it's like expanded a lot from like yeah i don't know we were talking about it we we're just like we don't know anyone that like goes to the casino like regularly like maybe as a one-off i don't know from our age group but i definitely knew like new prior generations would go like pretty frequently Mm -hmm. but apparently a lot of it now is yes online but also um scratch and lottery tickets 
I do like me a good crossword lover ticket, <laughs> but mostly just because I like like the crossword style of playing, regardless <laughs> of if I like make money or not. But yeah, and I think I mean they're pretty low cost too. Like a scratch ticket is like usually two to five dollars. Yeah, and maybe you buy like one or two. Yeah, I guess if you've got a healthy mindset towards, I don't know how many people are buying that are like addicted to them, but um, that's like a lot of like gambling money kind of too mm -hmm. scratchers yeah i do enjoy getting a good scratch ticket like in my stocking on christmas or like yeah um, but it is interesting it's like i feel like my first your first exposure to gambling is like usually like a like i don't know my parents giving us scratch tickets and it's like you don't know if that's going to be like a problem for someone and you're not like taking that into consideration it's true, like, in the right person. It's done with, like, love. But it's, like, a gateway to, like, hell for some people where it's, like, that's their whole life savings gone. Well, it's true, too, because people who have, like, alcohol addiction, for example, mm -hmm. are more likely to have a gambling addiction. Mm -hmm. um, so I think there is, I mean, maybe you can't deduce this, but I think there is kind of, like, a correlation between, like, an addictive personality mm -hmm. and, like, a set of circumstances. And then it just, like, snowballs. So, yeah, but also you, there's something to be said for like that, going back to that experience you had with your mom of like asking the the dealer at the blackjack table, yeah. like what their tip would be and them saying like, don't ever sit down. That's kind of like a good exposure to it. Oh, for sure. Because but, you're like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> yeah. If I want to not waste my money. Yeah. And I think from my standpoint, like it was like, I was like, yeah, I don't really like this anyways. Like, I like the ambiance of, like, Vegas and, like, going to the pools and, like, the, I'd like to go to shows and, like, just, like, trying different food and it's just, like, an interesting atmosphere because mm -hmm. it's all, like, built in the desert. But, like, at that point, though, like, we were already sat down and we already had played. So it's, like, what's, like, how do you, like, play and you've actioned it? It's, like, someone, like, giving you, like, like, I don't know, like, a cigarette and being like yeah you shouldn't smoke right after they like you smoked a cigarette with the person and it's like <laughs> how is that but like fair enough i get yeah. it from like a... it's like when you hear those stories of like the parents that like made their kid just like they caught them smoking a cigarette and then they're like smoke the rest of the pack right oh, now oh yeah oh yeah that's so much true <laughs> and then they just like learned to hate them so much like smoke them all right now. <laughs> yeah which yeah. is like kind of ass backwards, but yeah. I guess it works. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting that so many things like influence that, like even friends that I know, like the few, like the only ones that I know that like have parents that smoke, which is like few of them, like their, like their kids smoke or have smoked or like are social smokers. It's just so like, normalize just through like almost like i think like subconscious behavior so if like you see like if you like if gambling's accepted or like whatever like within your like family like lineage then it's just like it's normalized to you which makes sense like why like anything like mm -hmm. the way you eat like how active you are like uh, what time you go to bed what time like what your habits are like it's all generated through like what you're taught usually like from like an earlier age um a lot of the time so it's like it's just interesting like human behavior in general yeah yeah and but it's also interesting too because you know you can't really go to a casino or 
buy lottery tickets until you're like of an adult age, which does. But I would go to like the horse, like the horse races with like my dad. Right. So you are exposed to it in ways. I was like 13, 14. And it was like, it was fun, but it was just interesting that that was like an idea of like, you know, something to do. And like my, like dad rarely goes, but we did it as like an event and it is gambling. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I wonder why like that is like that. It's like enmeshed with like entertainment sort of. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I just think it's interesting because, you know, yeah, you can't go to a casino when you're underage, but I was like, I was allowed to just go to the horse races and like, no, I wouldn't be paying to bet when my dad would be betting for me, but he would give me a ticket and be like, this is your horse. Like, and I got to pick up the horse and stuff. So like, (laughs) it's just funny. Like, it's like, (laughs) okay, wow. Yeah. I see. I didn't, I didn't go to anything like that when I was a kid. I didn't really, I definitely saw my parents playing like scratch tickets or whatever, but I don't know why that still kind of seems innocuous to me. But maybe that's just based on their habits and stuff. Yeah. And I also feel like you're more like, I I would imagine like you're more susceptible to like playing a lot of 649 than like I am because my parents don't play it at all. But you grew up with them like doing it. So you might be like, oh, like, I want to do that. That kind of like looks fun. I've bought a lot of 649 ticket, which is like an Ontario, is it Ontario lottery? Anyways, like twice in my life. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say I'm like particularly into it and scratch tickets, maybe like another two times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I get what you mean. Like it does kind of set a precedent for like the kids in a way to see how you like interact with that stuff. Yeah. But I think in terms of like, we've talked about it and I like even just the data and like, you've made comments about saying like, yeah, like it's all like, like you can't like win if you don't play. Like, that's been things that you've said. I've said that? Yeah. Wow, you're just roasting me. Okay. Um, How am I roasting you? It's true. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I don't know if I really stand I by that. I think that's kind of like a loss. But I think that's what your dad says. And no, I don't think like... my parents have ever said that. Really? I don't, that I can remember. No, but they definitely do refer to like lottery tickets and being like, like, wouldn't it be so great we could get, like, a cottage or something? So, like, there is that kind of, like, dreaming, daydreaming aspect of it, for sure. Makes it uh, dreamy. Yeah. If you achieve your dreams yeah. when you play. Yeah. Yeah, which is what they sell to people. So, yeah. like, I get it. Yeah, it's just, but even the statistics of like the people that play the lottery of how many like go broke like three years after it's because it's like it is really like if you didn't make the money like you don't know how to manage it for it to grow or exist. You know what I mean? Like it's like anything like you give like a certain person like a certain amount of money and unless they have the right mindset, they're going to lose it. Because, like, unless you have a, pr- like, more of a focus on, like, producing and then, like, investment, like, mindset. And if you just consume mostly, like, most of, like, the money that you get, you, like, use it on consumption of some sort. Then if you get a lot of money, you're going to do the exact same thing, but just on a larger scale. Yeah, people's habits kind of... Because it's the same of, like... Scale with their income. Yeah, like, if you're thinking about the lottery and you're, like oh, like it would be great to buy a cottage. And it's like, that would be, but it's like, if you win the lottery, like buy up a bunch of apartment buildings 
like rent them out and then buy the cottage where you still like have that initial investment versus like putting it into consumption like right away unless you're like renting it out you know yeah yeah so would you recommend people go check out a casino i mean definitely like check out the ambiance and um the culture i say go to the buffet skip right past the gambling yeah pay that 40 bucks or whatever if you can afford it go in there eat some food go to a concert go to a show and and um, yeah observe the people it's a good people watching place for sure mm-hmm. it's another place think about it well thanks for listening in um yeah yeah catch you next time and take care take care oh, yeah.